Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome to Mind Your Mind, episode 69. Seven tips for maximizing telehealth sessions. Let me start off with the first thing, and that is that many of you uh, maybe heard of telehealth, weren't sure about it. It's actually been around. I I tried to research the earliest advent of telehealth, and I found that in a radio magazine in the United States in 1924, April 1924, they had something called the Radio Doctor. And remember, radio was very popular in the early part of the 19th of the 1900s. And if you look at if you if you Google it, you'll find it. The Radio Doctor. It's going around a little bit now. A couple of other people have found it as well. Um, but what's fascinating about it is it's basically a receptor where you could talk to your doctor through a uh, through a radio, and they had a TV screen as well. Um, of course, it, it was an imaginary thing, and it never came to fruition. It seems to have also had a stethoscope and other ideas, which is pretty cool. And there are things like that. But telehealth for mental health is probably the easiest out of all of them because there are no other tools except literally just a video and a uh, means of communication. So take a step back before you write off telehealth and just understand that it's available and it's very effective. Sure, it's more effective according to most studies to be in person. That is true. But there are many, many benefits of telehealth, certainly on a short-term basis and even on a long-term basis. I I would say that 75% of my clients have been pleasantly surprised by how effective it is. Um, And about 5 to 10% throughout the years have been utilizing it because I've been offering it for years. So it's not anything new. For those of you that pick up FaceTime, um, great, you've already done a form of telehealth. Obviously, you're not doing mental health with your loved ones, but you have the exact same concept where you're holding a mobile device or maybe on a tablet or a desktop and you're showing video to each other and showing uh, your and sharing speech with one another. So be open to it because I'll, I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised. And that's point number one. Just be open to try it. Uh, work for everyone. But I would say that in my own clinic, where I'm the director. We have hundreds of clients that we interact with. And I would say that the general consensus, about 95% of the people have tried it. There are some people that have different technological issues or fears or discomfort, and we totally respect that. And we've had our own ways of dealing with that and trying to help them in other ways, because obviously we are not in the office and that's not a possibility for our, our personal practice. Every practice has their own decisions that they make based on government ordinances and uh, risk management. Number two, as I said earlier, it's very easy. Be open to it. You'd be surprised how easy it is. There are many, many um, HIPAA compliant platforms and you always have a right to ask your provider to make sure and verify that you're safe and that you're comfortable with the situation and they should be opting for uh, HIPAA compliant uh, forums and that's really, really important and you should ask and you should ask for it. There are certain um, current waivers um, stating that there may be exceptions to that. For example, if technology fails and there's no other way to get in touch or if services would not otherwise be available, but talk to your mental health provider directly about those concerns or questions. Um, But that's really important that you feel safe and understand how that works. Um, So be informed about that. Number three, uh, if if you're doing telehealth, the best way to do it, if you can, is not on a mobile device or a tablet usually, but it's actually on a desktop and not only a desktop, but 
You could do it via Wi-Fi and it's fine, usually, depending on your speeds, but it is better if you have an ethernet cable and you could plug in, I know we're back to the 90s here, but if you could if you could plug in your computer, you will see that in some cases the speed doubles and triples or even quadruples because Wi-Fi is not as fast as ethernet in most circumstances. So that's a pro tip that I think is really, really important. I'm plugged in and I have very, very good reception and most of my sessions are, are really well. Another pro tip is that if there is a problem with the internet connection on your end, um, uh, you could try turning off your video every once in a while and you'll see that that um, usually will help with the connection speed as well. Um, number four, uh, get good equipment. If you're going to do this long-term, certainly if you're a clinician, I think you have a responsibility to reach out and try to secure better equipment. I have a MacBook Pro, which is a great computer and it has a good internal mic, a good internal camera, but it's still, even with that, doesn't compare to the other tools that I use. I have a Yeti, Y-E-T-I, you can look it up. It's a Yeti USB microphone. It's $100 on Amazon uh, or many other places. I don't recommend using it, buying anything used right now if you could help it, but if you do, then just clean it and take, you know, or take proper measures that you're comfortable with and that seem reasonable. Um, but the Yeti um, is a very, very popular microphone. You can look it up. There's, there's lots and lots of reviews and I really recommend that. Logitech makes some, real, some of the best um, uh, webcams in my opinion. I use the C930. You can check it out. It's high definition, but you could also lower it. I like the app that, um, that you can install for free as well. Um, the the uh, Logitech C930 costs $100. Again, do you need any of these things? No, just test out your, your desktop, test out your technology. Um, I know for some clients, it actually does work better on their phone um, and that's fine. But the general complaint that people have about holding their phone is that either it just gets laborious or it's hard to keep it focused or to see uh, for you know a full session. A session could be 30 to 60 minutes. So that could get a little tiring. What I've found is that many people have stands and that solves the problem as well. But anyway, look at your equipment and just make sure it works for you. Number five, find a quiet and private room. I know that's very difficult in today's circumstances, but try your best to find a quiet and comfortable room because the more quiet and privacy you have, the better. And it's also better for your therapist to be able to work with you and not have constant interruptions, um, both on their part and also coming from your house. Um, number six, try to compensate for the, the fact that you're not in the same room. And what I mean is that it's, it's a little harder for us therapists to read your face, to read your expressions, to read your body language. So we're gonna be asking more questions and we're gonna be listening better. I have a friend who's uh, hearing impaired and his sense of sight is amazing because he spent his life compensating. His sense of balance is amazing. This guy was built like a tank. He really was a star football player. Um, now you would think that with that impairment that would be difficult um, and it is difficult, but he has learned to really navigate that, which is amazing. I know someone else who's um, blind and their sense of hearing and their sense of just understanding and reading. I have a friend, this, this is a friend of mine who's a therapist as well, and his sense of being able to read people is amazing. And when I think about what, when I thought about myself, what needs to be improved if I'm gonna be doing so much more telehealth, it's this exact point of just uh, making the, the, the client aware that we need to compensate a little bit more to make sure we're getting information and just making sure that you're checking in as well if you're not sure what you're reading and seeing because it's not the same as being in person. And finally, number seven, be honest. If you need something from your therapist, just tell them honestly. If it's not working, tell them honestly. If you have a concern, tell them honestly. Um, if it is working, that's great. I can't tell you how many of my clients this week have shared with me things that were going on that they were too embarrassed to talk about in person. 
Now, on the one hand, I feel bad as a therapist because I never want anyone to think that they can't talk about anything in person. But on the other hand, I also respect it and understand that, especially newer clients, sometimes it is hard to share things. And this telehealth distance where my client is in their safety and comfort of their own home is amazing. And as I always say, you know, we're only as sick as the secrets we keep. So this opportunity for more safety and comfort is something that I embrace. Am I going to tell you that telehealth is the solution to everything and that it's better than everything? Not as of now. As the technology gets better and as the world changes and we start becoming more focused on video communications and changes, it might be different for our children and grandchildren. It might be different, uh, you know, in the future where this is something that'll be the regular. Um, right now, I think it's very, very, I think it's at least good enough. And for some people, I think it's great and excellent. And the bottom line is that we need to get the support that we need. So please take care of yourselves and your loved ones and your family and your friends and give telehealth a chance if you feel that it could be helpful for you in every, in, in any domain that it spans, which is uh, you could meet with a nurse, you can meet with a doctor, a psychiatrist, a, a, a psychologist or a therapist, whatever you need. If I could be of help, please reach out and I will try my best. We have a good network of therapists, both in our own practice and also beyond. So take care of yourself and please stay safe and well. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.